For over 10 years, VOC Nation has taken listeners behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history. Our hosts are not only experts on the business, but have lived in the business. Subscribe and hear weekly podcasts from hosts like legendary pro wrestling journalist Bill Apter, former Impact Wrestling star Wes Briscoe, former WWE and AWA broadcaster Ken Resnick, former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez, former WCW star The Maestro, NWA legend The Raging Bull Manny Fernandez, and much more. VOC Nation programming is free on most major podcasting apps, including iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Radio.com. And video podcast and bonus content is available on Patreon for as low as $3 a month. What are you waiting for? Head to VOCNation.com and dig into the most comprehensive podcast network built for pro wrestling fans. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at VOC Nation Wrestling Network and follow us on Twitter at VOC Nation. We are back. It's another the big, uh, the Prisco and Big A show. There we are. On the VA, VOC Nation, I'm just all over the place. I just hit Dude, myself with my what? microphone. I know. What is going on? You are <laughs> today. I go on Big A show on the <laughs> VOC Nation live in effect, y'all. We got Mr. Troy Peterson <laughs> in the house. That's right. We're going to start this episode off with a special guest. We talk about it all the time on this show. And we have because the very first episode of the Briscoe Big A show was done in a hotel room in Waterloo, Iowa, during the George Tragus Luthes Hall of Fame weekend induction. Uh, so that's where we've this whole thing's began, and we've always talked about it. And obviously, COVID hit last year. Well, now things are happening, and we're very happy to say we're just a few weeks away from being able to go back to Waterloo, back to the George uh, Tragus Luthes Hall of Fame weekend, back with all our friends and family that we have gotten to know so well through this uh, this this great event, and. That's why our guest tonight, our very good friend, Mr. Troy Peterson of Impact Pro Wrestling, who's the great promotion out of Iowa, who uh, also is the guys that put on this show, the big wrestling show they do Friday night, as well as a, an earlier turn, uh, show for the Hall of Fame Classic Tournament. There's an evaluation, and we'll get down, we'll get through the, like, the list of everything that goes on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Troy, welcome to the Briscoe and Big A Show. This is your first time on our show, supposedly enough. It is, and this is not your first episode, so I'm offended. No, I, it's you should awesome. be. <laughs> great, thank you guys. This is awesome. No, no, thank you for being a part of the Briscoe and Big A show, and more, more importantly, thank you for everything you're doing for the Hall of Fame, for IPW, and for everyone in Iowa in general. You are finally bringing wrestling back in a huge platform with bringing legends, bringing current new and up and coming wrestlers from having the tournament to even having this evaluation where everyone gets to be seen by top notch people that could get you signed by a major company. I mean, you're doing a lot and you're putting out there a lot. I mean, what, what made you want to just give your heart out? Cause this is not easy. I know what it's like, but you're putting on something that's, bigger than an indie show you're putting on something that's legendary that's something that people fly all over the place just to come and see thank you that's i mean that's a that's an awesome introduction i need to i need you to introduce me everywhere i go Wes. but ah uh, that costs money <laughs> no it's just something you know uh this goes back to 2009-10 when the the museum was in a transition the hall of fame was in a transition and it was like Harley Race had done the wrestling portion of the show in the past and had a, a different director. And now Kyle Klingman came in in 2010. And then your father, Jerry, was also in 2011, kind of came on board and helped down, you know, the National Wrestling Hall of Fame out of Stillwater, became engaged with the weekend as a kind of like, hey, he's going to, we wanted to build it. We wanted to make it you know, a flagship event for not only the National Wrestling Hall of Fame, but for pro wrestling and, you know, the Midwest and hopefully beyond. So, um, and then it just kind of blossomed from there. And now that we have a new director and Jim Miller and Kyle, uh, 
he left in 2019. And so uh, me, Jerry is on the, he's kind of the driving force. Uh, he's texting me today, telling me I got to, you know, get my button gear. But, um, and then uh, Chad Olson's been a, uh, he's a, you know, lifelong friend of mine and he's kind of joined, he got suckered into this too. So now we're, you know, it's, it's just been a, you know, it's a labor of love for sure. I know it sounds cliche, but it is something. No. Yeah, it's just well, what's 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 really cool is you just celebrated 20 years of Impact Pro Wrestling. Yes. Uh, so to see how just IPW's grown in 20 years to now, I know me and you have talked about it when we were down there that weekend and how cool it was to see you know all the originals come back with now the kids who were brand new and the mixing up you were having going on that gauntlet match and everything. And now again, like you said, was it uh, you know we're 2021 one year obviously not happened with the pandemic, but this this Hall of Fame weekend has just continued to grow every year and you've been there for the whole thing yeah i think i think it's partly just hey it's fun it's like you got these people yeah like wes hey i mean where else are you gonna say hey i have you know i saw wes attack a dinosaur in front of a bar and you know was getting you know attacked by malice in a jesus outfit i mean there's so many, you know, there's so many ridiculous things along with all the fun stuff that, you know, drives the weekend. But it really is. It's just this kind of collection of people that all share the same, you know, share the passion, you know, for professional wrestling and the preserving of its history. And I think what drew me to the weekend itself was we've all, we all know, unfortunately, in pro wrestling, you know, there's a, the term carny, you know, you, you have too many kind of people where you're just rolling your eyes and there's, there's a lot of, and there's, it's not pro wrestling. It's not unique. There's bad people in every business from banking to rodeo to pro wrestling. But um, one of the things that, that I, I love about the museum is it portrays pro wrestling in this classy, you know, kind of, you know, modern look. And it's not, it's not this kind of what you think of in the stereotypical way. And it's something I think is important to keep it, in that light instead of, you know, the light from the sixties and seventies where it was kind of this underbelly business a little bit more. So, well, I mean, you, you always got to cherish every moment of pro wrestling because like life, it evolves, it evolutes, everything changes and becomes something greater. And, you know, we do have to look back and honor, you know, a little bit of the carny stuff because that would help put wrestling on that major platform. If it wasn't for the big outlanders Hogan to get in the Rocky movie to get worldwide, we might not ever seen pro wrestling in its height the way it did. So in the other way, we kind of have to give homage to that. But also, it's also great to see the true dedicated people, the guys that busted their ass here and, you know, going up and down the road, just giving it all. So it's, it's cool to see both. And you guys both honor both of the traditions, but we can't always forget about the past. No, that's true. Yeah, that's, it is. I mean, Terry Funk said when he came one time, he said, Hey, it was it, wrestling's a timeline. Cause they said, Hey, do you not like wrestling now? Because it's this. And, and when you started, it was this. And he was just like, Hey, it's, it's an evolution. It's a timeline. And you know, exactly. it's, I it's like a flower. It. Yeah. Right. He goes, I loved it in 1965 and I love it now. He goes, it's just, you have to adopt or, or you know, adapt or you're not going to like it. But Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, again, we talked about how you had 20 years of IPW just recently. And you guys, as we do the weekend, you're going into like your busiest time of the year with just a ton of shows around Iowa doing county fairs and stuff because it's a big hit down there. You've done a lot for Midwest wrestling up here, which is really cool because there's a few promotions you see really popping up around here. I'm in Minnesota. First wrestling's really big. You guys are really popping off in Iowa and, and, and some other places that it's really cool to see the Midwest growing. But Wes, you've done a lot of stuff with, with Troy and, and IPW. I'm just now kind of doing some stuff with Troy and IPW as far as like getting some commentary and, and live streams and stuff and, and video recordings of their shows with, with a decent production value uh, to make it look really nice. Uh, you know, and Troy's been lucky, uh, been kind enough to to bring me and Jr. in from the two count and, and work with them and do some stuff with them and, and try to just make all of us look really good. Uh, but I want to hear real quick before we get into what's going on for Waterloo, uh, Wes, talk about some of your time with IPW, uh, which you enjoyed and, and some memories you have of that because I know you've done a lot with IPW. Man, I've had some really great memories with IPW. I mean, 
Troy runs a great show. And just not only that, he not just caters to the wrestlers, he caters to the fans, he caters to everybody. He puts on a show that you can bring your kids, you can bring any age group there, and he tells a story. It's not just like any wrestling or any indie promotion where it's just matches thrown together. He actually takes the time and comes up with good storylines and comes up with creative lines and finishes for matches and makes it fun to work for. Like some promotions you get to and the promoter doesn't necessarily give you so much free hand and Troy allows you to paint a perfect picture, you know, and I really appreciate that. And just the matches, the shows, and he's always been great to me. And, you know, I always look forward to working with them, and this year is going to be a great year for IPW, and especially for the Hall of Fame, and I'm really looking forward to July. I mean, it's just right around the corner, and I can't wait. It's going to be a blast. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, no, it's been fun. Bringing Wes in has been, I mean, yeah, you, you know, you're a, you're a uh, force of nature, and so one time I showed up to a fair, and I'm driving in, and Wes is driving out of the fair on a golf cart that I know is not his, and I know we don't have probably permission to use it. Right. I'll part of the uh, part. Oh yeah, you gotta tell the story. I'll let you tell it. Uh, no, yes, know. you gotta tell it. No, it, it's all now. You gotta tell it now. So, so tell I'm, the story. I'm I'm late, and and so I brought, came from another show, and so Wes is. I go, what is going on? So I get I panic, which is I do a lot. But I'm like, okay, Wes has come on to this fair, stole a golf cart. That's what I'm thinking in my head. But they're like, oh, they want us to be a part of the, the parade. So I get on a cart with, with Kaylee uh, and Wes, and I'm thinking, okay, I'm just going to sit there. And Wes, the entire time, is shouting at people, this guy, $50 or $500, if you can beat this guy, he's, if you last five, point to me. <laughs> if you can take him down, $500, anybody, <laughs> any takers, come to the IPW wrestling show. <laughs> Troy's getting hot. And I'm like, yelling. you could see people like, oh, like getting excited and like telling their friends like, hey, you should go and to like go wrestle this guy. I think you could take him. Yeah. And Troy's getting he's like telling me to stop and i'm like okay you tell me stop i'm gonna go even harder so i'm like you know i'll make it easy you just gotta get a double leg on him i'll give you 20 bucks anybody and you just see all the kids start wilding up it was crazy I, I, yeah because i'm thinking hey everybody at this parade route could take me down <laughs> so, uh, whatever he's offering. <laughs> oh, and I didn't know yeah, the best right. part about it. I said it wasn't my money that that they were going to take. It was his money. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like, You're going to win five hundred dollars from him. Poor Troy's like this is just a lose lose right now, guys. Yeah. Just well, pack we, it up. Yeah, we were there for four days, and that was hour one. Of the <laughs> yep. So That's like, how it goes. Yes. Always an adventure when the IPW crew and Wes are together. Uh, and it's going to happen again for the first time in a while. And that is coming up July uh, 15th, 16th, 17th that weekend. I might be a day off on that. Nope. Uh, but yeah, that's coming up again. It's in Waterloo, Iowa. It's at the Dan Gable Hall of Fame and Museum, Wrestling Museum, uh, which is the National Wrestling. Is it like the na what's it tied to, Troy? The National? Oh, there's so many syllables in this title. It's the National Wrestling Hall of Fame, Dan Gable Museum. Mm -hmm. hosting or yeah, housing the George Trigos Luthes Professional Wrestling Hall of Fame and Tire Care Center. No, the last part's not true. <laughs> I'm glad you said it, not me. <laughs> That's right. It is, uh, again, uh, July 15th through the 17th. Uh, so this is a cool event because, again, it's not just like a day of things, guys. It kicks off Thursday evening, and it goes through Sunday morning, basically. So uh, right now you're seeing on the screen some of the names, Sergeant Slaughter, Tony Atlas, Dan Gable, of course, Papa Briscoe and Wes Briscoe, uh, Bob Orton uh, Jr., Barry Windham, J.J. Dillon, IRS, uh, or Mike Rotundo, uh, Ken Resnick, fellow VOC Nation uh, host right there, going to be with us. Uh, Colt Cabana, Miranda Gordy, Jim Miller. Uh, it goes on and on. You guys see it. Mark Henry, Ken Shamrock, of course, uh, going to be part of that uh, induction ceremony. Um, and then this also has the highlight of events for Friday. If you could read it, that's awesome. Troy, why don't you run down what's going down Friday of this? So Friday, well, yeah, Friday is at 11 a.m. There's an evaluation for trained, you know, active 
men and women, professional wrestlers, and we'll kind of go through some drills that kind of, you know, Jerry Briscoe and, and uh, James Beard are going to be helping with that. And then at noon, we do what we call like, the actual evaluation, which is, is open to fans as well. It's a it's part of the all-access pass that so you can order through the museum or it's a $15 ticket. And it's just men and women from around the country looking to, you know, impress and, and get feedback. I mean, it's, it's one to impress the promoters that will be there. There's a lot of Midwest promoters, so it's a good networking. But then also you have Jerry Briscoe, Ken Shamrock, Mark Henry, and James Beard, all of which, you know, can make things happen for, for people. Um, and so they just wrestle a match. It's a, you know, short match in front of a live crowd. And then right after that, we, we go right into the Hall of Fame Classic. And so that's going to be the first round. So that'll be the four first-round matches for the men's tournament and the two first-round matches for the, for the women's tournament. Which I'm in. It, which West Briscoe's in. So, and then the other part of that is then we will – we have that, and then they will go into a room afterwards and get feedback from the wrestlers. Will, and then we segue right into the Big Ace and Briscoe podcast that we will be hosting at the Waterloo Convention Center. It used to be the Five Sullivan Brothers Convention Center. It's changed its name. It's a beautiful building. I mean, they've completely renovated it. So. We'll have your podcast, and that's a ticketed event, or it's included again. Everything's included in the All Access Pass. Um, and that goes from, like, 3 to 4.30, and they're going to have some great guests. You guys are. I'm excited about that. And then um, from there, we go right kind of into the Impact Pro Wrestling show that evening, which will have the semifinals and the finals of both tournaments. And then our whole show, we have a Legends Lumberjack match. We'll have the Luthez you know, we have some things that happen every year. Uh, the Luthez Memorial Cup Battle Royal. And then it's, it is kind of a, it's a, you know, a little bit of a meet and greet with the wrestling show in the background at some point. You know, I mean, there's, there's, a, you know, there's a, we don't care how you enjoy it. If you want to enjoy the show and, and watch it, and that's what you want to do. If you want to hang out and talk to, you know, Wes and Jerry and, and, share stories with them. Great. You know, that's, that's not, we don't take any offense to that. We encourage people to go out and, you know, meet everybody. And, and that's what the best, that's the best thing about this hall of fame guys is that you get to interact with the wrestlers. It's not like a hall of or a wrestling show where you just get to see them. And especially if you get to stay at the host hotel, there's chances are that you're going to run into them at the local restaurant or wherever, because everything, once you get there, guys, you don't need a car. It's pretty much like you, you're pretty much set up. It's all walking distance. So if you get the hotel and get the all VIP package, you get to get everything all set up. You park your car. You get to enjoy beautiful dinner. There's tons of restaurants. There's tons of things to do, not only with wrestling, but there's a lot of other great things to do there. So it's just a fun weekend and a great package. And it's something that everyone that's listening should definitely get involved with. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And then, uh, of course, Saturday is the day of you can go to the Hall of Fame and there's very cool panels and discussions and memorabilia. Uh, is there anything specific that we should highlight that's going on Saturday other than the actual, of course, Hall of Fame induction banquet that evening? Yeah, it, one of the things that we're doing on Saturday is, you know, Don Cronodal, one of the 2021 um, inductee for the Hall of Fame, passed away, as, as I'm sure many of your listeners know. And, and so we're doing a roundtable discussion um, called Friends and Foes, Friends and Foes to Don Cronodal. So Don held tag team titles with Bob Roop, who will be in attendance, Cowboy Bob Orton, who will be in attendance, his brother, Wally Cronodal, who will be in attendance, and then Sergeant Slaughter, and then as well as he got his butt kicked and, you know, by Jerry Briscoe. So it's a great panel that are all very familiar and with Don in and out of the ring. And so we thought it'd be kind of a, it, you know, kind of more of a memorial, but in more of a, hey, telling some fun stories and road stories and kind of keeping it pretty light. And I think that's a neat event because, like I said, I, and we've talked to 
both Wally, his brother, and Sarge, and Bob Roop, I mean, their primary reason for coming is, you know, to honor Don. It was something that meant a lot to him. And and uh, unfortunately, like I said, he passed, you know, just a month ago and won't be, you know, but we're going to honor his legacy, and, and I'm excited about that. Very cool. So that's all going down Saturday. Again, get your all-access pass. One more graphic will show you. This actually has the Hall of Fame Classic Tournament on there. AJ Smooth, the one called Manders. Uh, Drama King and Matt, Aiden English, also known Jeremy Wyatt. Uh, Brooke Valentine, Briar Hale, Miranda Gordy, Heather Monroe, Jossie, of course, Mr. West Briscoe, Gary J, and GPA. And then, again, guys, get your uh, all-access pass. Are they still 130 right now? There's still one. We're just freezing at 130. We were going to raise right. it to 150 in June, and we kind of forgot about it. And then we're just like, eh, we'll just <laughs> we'll keep it. At there you go. Hell yeah, guys. So 130, I, I go every year. It's definitely worth that and much, much more. Plus, that money's going right back to the Hall of Fame and the museum and everything. So, I mean, it's all for a great cause. So, we hope to see everybody out there. I don't think we've made the official announcement of who the guests will be on the live Briscoe and Big A show there, which will also be our third anniversary show, celebrating three years of the podcast. Uh, but keep listening and watching for when that announcement's going to drop. But we're very excited about uh, what's being talked about right now. So, Troy, thank you. I know you got some stuff to attend to this evening, so we're going to cut you out there so you can do do that. Uh, we will bring you on again, if uh, if not during the weekend, uh, definitely shortly after when you guys are done with your big run there. We'll have to get you on and do an actual long form because I can only imagine the other stories you have about you two uh, being together. Sombreros, so. Chinese venue signs. I mean, there's a lot. I was there for the sombrero. I do remember. I have a picture of that one actually still. Uh, but yeah, we got to get you on a full, uh, full on here. And I know we're going to bring you on the two count eventually too. Um, again, we got other stuff. I don't know what's been announced at this point in the last week, Troy. So I just won't say anything else. But a lot of cool things happening. Uh, make sure you check out Impact Pro Wrestling. Uh, what's is it just Impact Pro Wrestling on like Facebook? Do you have like yeah, Twitter Facebook, and IPW Pro at Twitter? Um, you know, it's yeah, it's just uh, you know, go to the George Trigos Luthes. That's the easiest as soon as you start typing Trigos, the rest of it fills in. So, IPW Iowa will come straight up, guys. Google it, check it out. Their promotion is awesome. And for any Fruitu Wrestling, he does yeah. have a wrestling school, he yes. does put on promotions. So, guys, hit him up because he puts on a great school. I mean, he's taught some wrestlers that I've actually wrestled against. I've seen them start from the beginning. Like someone like Jeffries from, he started from the bottom and now he's already coaching and to see him elevate. And that's all from good coaching. So Troy does a lot. He does not only put on shows and put on great hall of fame. He also runs a school. So guys check out IPW. They're a great organization. Mm -hmm. They're nothing but good people. And I'm proud to say that I've been a part of you guys. I've been you know, a champion here or there with you guys. So it's always a pleasure to work with you, Troy. Yeah, and definitely also, like you said, great, great young talent in the school. Uh, the Sunday of Hall of Fame weekend, too, if you're so ambitious to drive over to Des Moines for the next Impact Pro Wrestling show yep. in Des Moines at the Forte Center. Wes I'll is on good. that bill. He'll be tagging with the young Jackson uh, King, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's who he's partnering with, and he's going against Somebody he knows quite well, and uh, that'd be the one Maddie Starr who's even been on this show. Oh, so yeah, that'll be interesting. Gonna be a, that's going to be a hell of a match. I'm going to yeah. tell you right now, me and Maddie have some things going where, you know, we kind of been going at it right now. So, you know, it's going to be good to actually get to wrestle him and put out my frustration on him. <laughs> but it's going to be a hell of a match because Maddie Starr is one of the greatest athletes ever. And, of course, you got Mr. Wes Briscoe here. So not only we're going to put on a great show, we're going to tear the house down. Well, and I might try to cut my hair by that time. So we'll see. <laughs> you do you, Troy. Yeah. Whatever you feel is beautiful, you just got to go with it. Yeah, appreciate that. <laughs> All right, Troy, we'll let you go. Enjoy the night. And like I said, we're going to see you in just a few weeks. So I cannot wait. Awesome. I can't wait to come back on. Thank you, Wes. Thank you, David. Appreciate it. This is awesome. And I uh, can't wait to see you guys in July. For sure, brother. We'll uh, talk to you soon. Take care. Good night. <clears throat> so there it is real quick i'm going to just throw the one graphic up again just so everybody can see it there it is on there right in that black stuff area where it says cost 130 that's all your info guys if you want to get tickets to the singer and all access pass that's where you need to go do it again if you don't have the all access pass guys 
you're going to have to pay at the door just to come watch the live Briscoe and Big A show. So I suggest you get the pass and just join us all weekend. So make sure you join us for that. It's going to be lots of fun. I can't wait, man. I know. It's going to be a blast. I can't wait either. It's going to be a really good time and uh, looking forward to it. Not looking forward to what I'm going to have to do with Cafecito, but I will figure that one out. So is that like, what are the hurdles now of like parenthood? Well, because it's like this will be one of the first few times where like you both are gone and no one's there for the the puppy. So like, have you figured it out? You got like family friends. I think he's gonna stay with grandma. I mean, I'd say just bring him to Iowa. I want to. I'm thinking about it. Um, If that if that hotel is dog friendly, (laughs) oh, cafecito. He's like, I want to go to Iowa. I think so, but I will. uh, I'll bring him to Iowa if that hotel is dog friendly. Yeah, you know, something else we didn't mention while Troy was on, guys, if you do join us this weekend, he mentioned that the uh, the event center has been completely updated, which if you were there before, it was just an older event center. But, uh, you know, there was things there and at the hotel that you wish you would usually have, like air conditioning everywhere you went in the building, stuff like that. Well, between the hotel and the event center, they have both been newly updated. So if you do join us this year, you're joining us where everything's going to seem new to even the people who've been going forever. So it's going to be good. And yeah, yeah. No, maybe they do allow dogs. There's the pool there. It's open again, too. So you can bring them for a swim. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about putting them in chlorine. Uh, yeah, I suppose, huh? Yeah. But okay, so we got actually a little bit to talk about. So I think I know where Braun Strowman salary went. You mentioned this. What? So what is your theory here? My theory is it all went to Brock because okay. you got to think they got some big men right now. And to bring Brock back right now, I'm sure AEW, I'm sure Impact, I'm sure New Japan, I'm sure everybody's reached out to Brock. Brock oh, yeah. knows he's a hot commodity. I mean, he draws money, and that's a fact. And there's some matches yet to be seen because we've never seen Brock against uh, Bobby Lashley ever. I think that's a first. Yeah. I really believe that's a first. We have never seen that. We've never seen two guys. And Bobby Lashley is no slouch. I mean, he's just as jacked up as Brock Lesnar. So that's a match that people would actually really want to see because it hasn't been seen before. It hasn't been mm-hmm. done before. Yeah. You know, and they could put the mince martial arts rules. Who knows what type of stipulations they might put on this match? You know, this yeah. is, could be a match that who knows what might happen, which makes it even better because you just don't know. And I'm really going to look forward to seeing Brock's return and seeing what's going to happen with Brock, because I'm sure they got some big things with him. And, you know, I know they got other big guys. I know they got my boy Parker down there. He just did a a picture of him next to uh, triple H my boy Parker. He's like six, five, 350 pounds and looks just like Brock, but 6'5 and 335 pounds. I mean, he's jacked up. So, you know, there's a bunch of good things coming with WWE. There's a bunch of good talent that's about to come out and a bunch of big dudes that are about to be seen at WWE. So I think that's really cool. And I'm looking forward to seeing what's going to happen with Brock. Yeah, it makes sense now that you mentioned it because it's like, you do gotta you're gonna bring him back. There's gotta be money to be spent. I also think in a tie-in with that is also maybe everything they're doing for SummerSlam. Because they the talk is since SummerSlam's going to be a full capacity event, it's their first major full capacity stadium stadium event. So they're treating this how they would treat Mania, even more so, even though Mania had people there this last year, they still weren't at full capacity though, where this will be. So like the rumor is they're putting like all their eggs in this SummerSlam basket to make this like the biggest show of the year and the biggest SummerSlam ever by far right now. So you you think Cardi B, her song is already the theme song, even though they haven't like actually said it. They play it anytime they're playing. How the can SummerSlam they even song. play a Cardi B song without oh, no, but, blurring out the whole lyrics? Oh yeah, I know. I'm yeah, it, 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 but but the thing is, they're in talks to have her host SummerSlam because there was a she got in it on Twitter. She got it on Twitter with some of the girls from the women's division and it like got noticed and stuff. And turns out she's actually like a fan, I guess. Uh, so now they're trying to their talk is they're trying to get her to host SummerSlam. Or did or did WWE send in some things and be like, hey, put this on your Twitter? 
Yeah, maybe. Then, yeah, they may have already just been in the work. I mean, look what they did with Bad Bunny, and look how, I will say, out of all the people they've kind of done this kind of deal with a celebrity outside of the wrestling world, like Bad Bunny was the one that it was like, all right, this is actually working, though, and he's actually, like, good. So like, you he think Cardi B is going to throw oh, it down? God, I, no, Big, I don't think so. No, no, I think I she's think so. just going to have, Big like, Ace some little... It. I think Big Ace is calling it, guys. The VOC Nation, listen, Big Ace is calling that Cardi B is going to wrestle Sasha Banks. No, that's not what I'm saying. I think she'll have some uh, stupid... She'll she'll have some stupid segment where she gets, you know, as I get a verbal altercation, you know, like like they did at 28 with Flo Rider and Heath Slater when he was trying to be like, yo, man, let me be your backup singer, and then it ends up with Flo Rider just pushing him. Or like with Bailey interrupting uh, Hogan and Titus at Mania this year, and the Bellas came out and pushed her over. Like it'll be something like that, maybe, but it'll be her doing it to whoever. I don't know. I think Cardi B's. I mean, she was an ex dancer, you know. I think she might. <laughs> she might be able to throw it down, boy. She might. Be, you know, she might drop that leg on you. Bam! One, two, three. You out. I'm sure Cardi, Cardi knows how to throw down. I'm, you know? I'm sure she's been in a few scraps in her day. I'm. Uh, but yeah, so you got that. You like you said now you then bring in Brock back because the rumor Brock Bobby match that's going to happen at SummerSlam and then the other rumor is there's another big name everyone forgets that they not do have to probably pay a bit more than they usually would a few years ago and that's John Cena is being rumored to come back and have a match with Reigns at SummerSlam uh, and they directly talked about it on Jimmy Fallon like last night he had him on yeah. and asked him point blank about WWE and he did the normal. Well, you know, I'm doing movies and insurance. Don't let you wrestle on the weekend, but I'm definitely coming back to WWE. I've not had my last match, and I can't win. It's like, okay, yeah, so you're coming back for SummerSlam. That's what that just meant. Uh, so, I mean, you got to think. Brock Lesnar's contract, for even if it's just the one match or if he does a couple-month run, whatever he ends up deciding to do. John Cena for whatever, just one match, or if they do a couple-month run out of him. Both of those are yet big bucks alone for the two of them. Then you're trying to get Cardi B to host and be there. And her. When did John Cena ever renounce his retirement? He didn't. That's what he said on Jimmy Fallon, too. He said, he's like, I never retired. He's like, I've just been away because, you know, one movie ends up leading to another movie role to another. And he's like, and you can't wrestle. So is WWE still paying him a million dollars a year? Oh, I'm sure he's got some sort of contract because, I mean, merch, right? Merch. I don't think they ever stopped selling John Cena merch. If He's probably getting 1.5. Maybe even more. Not you would think, wrestle. man. I mean, to be honest with you, he's earned it. I mean, oh yeah, he, yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna knock anybody, but he's earned it. I mean, he's put in the hours. He's done the make a wish. He's done everything possible and more. So have, you know what? Have you wrestled him? Not in like uh, on TV, but I've wrestled him like, like. Before like a, like a house show and stuff like that. Oh, okay, but was, it, was it a good experience working with him? Yeah, I knew his comeback right. Like, so like, here's the thing: like when we were always taught, like at FCW, to know the top guys' comeback, to already know their moves. So let's say you get in the ring with them, and they start kind of trying to call their comeback. Be like, no, nah, I got it. Like, and then that kind of like shows the the vet that hey man you watch my stuff you know my moves and then you might get something extra out of it because you're already in keen of what they're doing so then he could be like oh well do this and then do that and so you you already know what's going on and it's a good thing to always know your opponent's moves to always study your opponent because if you don't you never know what might happen but um so like same with when i wrestled cm punk it was like same thing i Already knew his move set. Already knew. So I, it when he put me in different in all the scenarios, I knew already how to react because I've already I know his move set. I know. Oh, here we go. You know what I mean. So I'm able right. to post. I'm able to do and be there or be in the ring. Have good ring positioning because I already know where he wants me to be for his next transition move to lead up to the next move. Okay. Right. Right. So you, but you, so you enjoyed that. Did you work with Brock ever? No, I mean I I've amateur wrestled with Brock, but I've never pro wrestled with Brock. Oh, when no. I went to the Jay Robbins uh, intensive wrestling camp in high school, Brock Lesnar was one of the coaches. Uh, okay, he was one of my coaches. 
That's crazy. What oh, was dude, that like? No, I was sitting, a- in a, <laughs> sitting in a room. I'm staying in a gym full of world champions, national champions, all these badass dudes, and all of a sudden Brock Lesnar rocks in. And he goes, where's Wes Briscoe? And I'm like, uh, what? So I raised my hand, and then all of a sudden he's like, come with me. I'm like, what did I do? Like, I just pissed mm-hmm. off the biggest guy in the whole entire world. Now, before going further in the story, did did you, because, like, your dad had a hand in getting him, right, didn't he? Yeah, my dad picked him, Shelton. So, like, Charles, but, you, you uh, knew he knew your dad. So going when he's calling you, you knew he knew your dad already, right? Or was this before that? No, I knew he knew my dad, but I didn't know why he was calling me out in front right. of everybody. Like, I right. was like, you know, <laughs> like he just and he was and he looked pissed. Like he looked oh, like he man. was not happy. And to see him not happy and just, I mean, he's a huge dude, and to yeah. see him all just ready to kill, I'm like, what did I do? And then all of a sudden he was like, oh, hey, what's up? Yeah, you know. Told me a little bit about the camp, and then it's like, yeah, I'm about to leave and go to uh, Louisville to start uh, wrestling. And I was like, oh, good luck. Da, da, da. I was like, Whew. dodged a bullet on that one. Right. That's awesome. Yeah, it's cool to see, you know, because he comes off on TV and everything. People who just don't know much about him, they're like, oh, you don't ever go up to him on the streets. He's probably never going like, to. He just seems unfriendly. Uh, but you see him come out, like I said, I remember, cause I, you know, I'm, I'm in Minnesota. I'm an hour and like 20 minutes away from the U of M where he won his D one, you know, national championship and is still a very much big deal in that campus and still a very much big deal just in Midwest amateur wrestling around here, you know, cause you know, we just had Troy on obviously that, that whole weekend is in a museum that is actually dedicated to amateur wrestling, not professional wrestling. There's just a pro wrestling wing. Uh, you know, so like the Midwest takes their wrestling serious. So it's cool to see him go back and the videos of him at those meets and teaching the kids and just the, like, you know, the place goes nuts when he walks into a match up there and he's like, eh, eh, you know, cause then you see him on TV and it's always like, man, I feel like if I just like bumped into him by accident in public, he'd just kill me, you know? Um, but yeah, man, dude, he was a big deal up here too. When he uh, left to try to be an NFL player because he played for the Vikings. Yeah, he was the last person to be be cut. Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah, he almost actually made the team. Yeah, we, uh, was which the is last person. which is insane because again, you look at his size and it's like that's just a big dude, man. Yeah, that's just a big dude. But yeah, dude. Anyways. Uh, we're going to hopefully see him at SummerSlam. I'm excited for that. I'm excited to see how that all turns out at the uh, Allegiant Stadium out there in Vegas. One of the big first, it's going to be one of the first major events that stadium's hosting that will also be broadcast, I think, since they didn't have any fans during the NFL season. And I think the only thing been there maybe since or will be there by then is some concerts, which won't be broadcast. So this will be cool to see that stadium get some uh, loving on, on, on TV and stuff, too, because that's a beautiful stadium, man. It looks like a black spaceship. It's sick. So sick. Uh, anyway, something else that happened, though, was Hell in the Cell, because we got to do some pay-per-views before we could get to SummerSlam, and Hell in the Cell happened, and uh, I did watch a good portion of it. I did, and uh, I had some mixed mix feelings on this, and you, you, told, you told me earlier you heard uh, you heard some of the stuff as far as like you heard there was some mixed mixed feelings on it. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. It was, so I'm gonna run down the matches here. I'll tell you who won. I'll tell you what I thought. Wes, you can give your thoughts here because uh, I know I know you probably didn't see any or all of this at all. So uh, I kind of paint a picture, I guess. Uh, so the first match, I know uh, I've seen bits and clips. Okay, yep. And I'm, yeah. So the first match was Natalia and she was against Mandy Rose. I won't lie. I didn't actually know that happened. Oh, that's pre show. That's why. Okay. I didn't see that. I actually also. I would have liked to see that. Yeah. Oh, it would have been great. Uh, and I love that Natalia and Tamina are getting just more time right now because they are. I love that Tamina is getting some time because, man, she's just been a workhorse for them for so long and never got nothing. It's good to see her at least be a tag champ now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the first match was uh, Bianca Belair, the champ, versus Bailey. Um, I missed the first half of this because the U.S. Open was on, and I was really, really into it. So I waited to see who won that. Uh, so John Rom Rom won. It was awesome. Anyways, Bianca Belair beat Bailey. 
uh and retains her championship it was about a 20 minute match and i enjoyed it i enjoyed it they're both just really great uh talent in the ring and i can just watch those two go around and around forever in there i think bailey's also a really great heel yeah really great i I love her heel gimmick oh i love it the whole just ding dong and just oh man it's good stuff uh so yeah i enjoyed that match seth rollins defeated cesaro I think it was like he pulled the trunks or foot on the rope or something in, in that order with like a roll up. I don't know, man. It could have been better. Those are two great talents. You know, both those guys are great in ring. Uh, but I think, it, you know, I think the part of that for me, man, there's no storyline to it. Like there is. Exactly. But it's just, and that's like, that's the thing. That's why you don't hear anything in the headlines about that match. Should have no. That match should have been one of the main events. You know, if you really think about it, look at the two guys that you're about to have wrestle each other. They're two of the best workers today. And you don't hear nothing about their match. You don't hear no one talking about it. You don't hear no one say, oh, my God, did you see that match? Why right. is that? Because right. there's no storyline before behind it. No one can get emotionally attached. Yes, they maybe went out there and had a great match, but no one was physically attached to that match. So no one really paid attention to it. Yeah, it, like I said, it's it's hard to get. I love wrestling and I'll watch them just for matches. That's great and all. But like the true art of professional wrestling is you're tying in stories with these matches and then continuing it throughout your match to keep telling the story. And yeah, just it's just like, hey, man, I'm going to beat you. No, I'm going to beat you. Uh, okay, well, whatever. And plus, I think Cesaro really is someone who needs to be in a title picture at this point because he's just so good and hasn't had a fair shot yet well like like you said he's so good but yet no one's raving and raining about this match you don't you don't hear everyone breaking the internet over this match and it should be but yeah, why exactly. is that because there's no storyline no one cares yeah. you're it, just throwing darts at the board you're putting names on a board and you're throwing darts at it right yeah yeah like i said you, you gotta you gotta get me captured somehow make me be intrigued uh next match alexa bliss Shayna Baszler, Nia Jax, and Reginald out there. Alexa wins by a uh, pinfall. So I'm a, I'm a huge Alexa Bliss fan. I, I love everything she does, but this is getting a little bit hard for me. So during this match, Wes, so I you probably know that Alexa was kind of taken on Bray Wyatt's gimmick. Of yeah, the yeah, I like saw. I remember when she came up and yeah, yeah, yeah. was bad and Orton arcade mode. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So she's got this little doll now named Lily, kind of like how Bray had like his little friends in that playhouse that he would do the, his little segment from. Uh, so she's got this little doll, Lily, and it's like her friend, but it's like mysterious and it's like a creepy looking doll. And uh, like the whole thing is Shayna Baszler was being haunted by like Alexa and this doll. It was kind of, I don't know, it was just weird. But like what got me is the match was okay. But then it came to a spot where like Alexa was yelling to be like, stare into my eyes. They do something, whatever. Well, then Nia tries to get involved and Alexa looks at her out the ring and they make eye contact. And it's all of a sudden like the Jedi mind trick. And Nia Jax is now controlled by Alexa Bliss. And she makes her slap the Reginald guy all just because they were they had they were staring in each other's eyes. And it's like. You're doing this whole fiend gimmick, and now it almost seems like they're giving up on this, but they're keeping the the, the visual part of it, and now they're going to just be like, oh, she's like magical now. And it's just like, pick a lane. Like, is she just creepy and like doing what the fiend's doing? Cool or whatever. Like, the whole gimmick going into this match was she was like having fire pop up, scaring off this Reginald guy and Naya during the few weeks lead up into this. And then there wasn't even fire in this match. Instead, it was all of a sudden now she can just control minds. And it was like, it's a, it, like I said, I, it was a little hard That's for me to swallow. Much. Yeah, it was. And, you know, and I, again, I'm a huge fan of Alexa Bliss. Shayna Baszler is a beast in the ring. Great talent. Great just pounding ground. Like, she's the girl you put in there, and it's like, you're going to see a fight. Uh, Nia Jax is good. I don't know what this Reginald guy deal is, but it was just like, it's already been kind of a weird ride to get to this match, and then that happened. And it's just like, well, what, what is the end game for Alexa then with this whole character? Where is this all going? You know? So we'll see. Rumors are Bray may be back by SummerSlam. Well, so what did he hurt? Nothing. They've just not had anything for him. He's literally just sitting around. He's even been backstage the last, like, every few weeks here and just 
nothing for him to do. That's it is well. So I'm gonna. I'm mean, gonna get. Uh, let's get through hell in the sound. I want to ask you something too because something came out oh, yeah. today. Uh, let's go and, through hell in the sound real quick. Let's go. Yeah. Um. So, anyways, yeah. Uh, Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens. Seen like it. you said, let's go. yeah. Like you said, Seen it's it. mania. Done it. They're, they're not giving them a proper story to this, so it's just kind of like, already seen it. Right. right. So, so I I enjoyed the match because I enjoy the talent, but it wasn't anything great. Charlotte Flair defeated Rhea Ripley by DQ in a women's match. I I don't know. I'm still not really on the Rhea Ripley train with her being champ right now, and I just think we should see some new talent up in this stuff and not just Charlotte and and Rhea. But it is what it is. Uh, I didn't watch it. Didn't yeah, it. it was okay. I wasn't super into it. Last match main event, Bobby Lashley with MVP defeats Drew McIntyre by pinfall, retains the WWE Heavyweight Championship. Uh, I did not watch it. I, I will admit, everybody, I, uh, I've i just seen Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre so much in the last couple yeah, months. Me too. Why would you want to tune in? I've seen more than – it's almost been a year, I think. Of, yeah, it's of, been a long time, dude. Uh, so I didn't watch it. I literally shut it off at that point and started watching something else because I was like, I just don't want to see it. I heard it was a great match. I heard it was like a tough match. Drew McIntyre's back was all just uh, marked up and, and welted up. Uh, so it sounds like it was pretty intense. But again, it's just like I said, stale. It's stale. Exactly. So now my question to you is this. Though. Something came out today. This like comedy writer uh, worked on some movies, maybe TV or something. Uh, was doing an inter- a podcast this week. Yes, and this I just read this today, so it must have came out today or yesterday. Uh, and was talking about yeah, I just got a job as a writer for WWE, and this person was talking about how they've never watched wrestling, they know nothing about wrestling, they've never been a fan of wrestling. Started then talking about I'm a writer for WWE Raw right now. Uh, there's a Raw in the and started talking about. Bobby Lashley, and the person was like, I'm not even sure what the name is. It's Bobby either Ashley or Lashley, and I don't know anything about him. And he used to be in this thing called a hurt business like a year ago. Like literally was talking about how didn't need to know anything about wrestling or the even the current product to get the job. And then was just talking about how, like, yeah, I don't I don't know anything. I'm even working for them now, and I don't know any of this. These are the people who are writing backstage for WWE right now. This is why Raw is losing viewers every week and for a year or two now, it seems like. Mm-hmm. This is why so many fans are just done with it. It's even been said they're, they're struggling selling tickets on the road right now for the shows that are happening with fans again. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, what's your thoughts on that, man? Like, I mean, like. It's always for, been like that, but they've always they've always had half and half, and now I think it's gone more to more actors and because they had Freddie Prince Jr. there, they had a bunch of people there. So now the thing with Freddie though is he's like a lifelong fan though. Like I, I know, follow him I'm, on Twitter, I'm, and he's I'm still saying they they've had actors. They've had yeah. I'm just saying of different people they've had there leading class doing yeah, promos, yeah. just you know what i mean they've had every different so you know maybe they're just trying to get a different look i don't like it but you know i don't run a billion dollar company so i can't tell them who to hire and who to not hire because if i ran a billion dollar company i would probably you know i don't know I don't <laughs> yeah, you'd, you'd have a billion dollars you wouldn't be thinking about this right now yeah exactly <laughs> Yeah, it's just, you know, it just sucks for fans. You know, someone, you know, people who have been like very WWF and E loyal, like me, you know me. I've watched this stuff all the time. This is the first time in my entire life where I've gotten to a point where I haven't watched Monday Night Raw the last like two weeks. I skipped a main event on a pay per view. Like, I've never done that. I will sit through it even when I'm like, this is not great. But now I've gotten to a point where, and maybe it helps to have something like AW out there now too, where it's like, well, I'm just going to go watch that and then I'll watch some NXT and mm-hmm. it will make up for, for this. So yeah, man, I don't know. It's a weird time uh, for WWE. We'll see. I'm, did I tell you I'm going to like the third or fourth show back with fans SmackDown? Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. They're coming to Minneapolis. So I have tickets to go to that. Cause I was like, I need to go see what this Ooh, is going to be like. Gonna be there. 
Yeah, I, well, with the talk of him coming back, it makes sense. You know what I mean? But <laughs> I just, I just saw your message. Anyways, I think uh, that's a, a good spot to leave this as far as me going to that show in uh, July 30th because July is a very busy month. Cafecito, no. Yes, Cafecito, no. Uh, and yeah, guys, again, we got the Hall of Fame coming up uh, in just a few weeks. So make sure you join us. Me and Wes will be there again. Big, big third anniversary live, uh, probably recording and also maybe even streaming yep. live podcast of the Briscoe and Big A show. If you get your all access pass, you can be there with us. Otherwise, $15 at the door. Come join us. It's going to be a lot of fun. And again, you and I know who our, our possible guests are going to be. We're just waiting for confirmation. And uh, it's going to be a really good show if that's who we have on it with us. Yeah, so. exactly. It's going to be a great show. And the guests that we have are going to we, – we always step it up, especially during Hall of Fame weekend. So this is going to be one to definitely tune in. And we'll be announcing these guests soon. Definitely. So, guys, make sure you check us out. VOC Nation everywhere you find your podcast. Just type in VOC Nation Briscoe Big A Show. You will find us the VOC Nation YouTube for the video versions. Again, Briscoe Big A Show on YouTube for some uh, exclusive content, as well as the Velvet and Briscoe YouTube channel. Is it Velvet and Briscoe Adventures? Yeah, Velvet and Briscoe Adventures. Yep, make sure you're following that for some very cool vlogs that uh, Wes and Red are doing. They're very fun to watch, and I'm loving them. So uh, you guys keep that up. And uh, what's fun, too, guys, is if you watch these, you get to see uh, Wes and his video editing skills just get better and better as he keeps doing them. And it's awesome to see because when we first started this, you would always be like, I don't want to do any of that. I don't want to do it. Uh, so it's it's super cool, man. So guys, make sure you subscribe to that. Click the notification button. And again, VOC Nation, you can find us on all their stuff. Briscoe Big A Show on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We will see y'all on the next episode. Bye. Phil Apter has been in the pro wrestling business for over 50 years. Hey, talking here with uh, Arn Anderson. Arn, first of all, your height and weight. 6'1", 255. And now subscribers to VOC Nation Premium get exclusive access to Bill Apter's archived audio footage. And uh, where's your hometown? Minneapolis, Minnesota. Okay, and uh, give us something about your back. First of all, your relationship to Ole Anderson. Ole is my Subscription to VOC Nation Premium starts at just $3 a month and includes commercial-free audio and video versions of our top podcasts. Okay, we're speaking here with uh, the manager of the <clears throat> World Heavyweight Tag Team Champions, Tarzan Tyler and Luke Graham, and he's... Uh, He's sort of glowing tonight about a new prospect we haven't heard of yet. And for just $9 a month, Aptor's archives are all yours. Uh, would you tell us who this new prospect well, is? Well, I'll tell you, Bill, I've searched the world, and I finally <laughs> found the true world champion. I finally found... What's your opinion of uh, Ivan Koloff winning the title from Bruno San Martino? Well, I think... Uh, I don't know what to say, but I, I want to say one thing there. Uh, Bruno was a hell of a champion. Hear exclusive interviews with the greatest performers of all time. This is Bill Apter, and once again, we're speaking here with Bruno San Martino. Bruno, first of all, how did you and Bruiser lose that title to the Valiants? Well, actually, it, it was uh, uh, a very unusual loss, if you want to call it a did loss. Did Lennon have anything to do with this? Well, yes, but the whole thing is this. Oh. The rules, as I always understood them, was that you, the title could only be lost by pin or or submission, which is the same rules as uh, my title, the World War Wrestling Federation. That night, uh, it was... To sign up, it's very simple. Head to premium.vocnation.com or go to patreon.com slash vocnation. VOC Nation takes you behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history.